That's been like a new development for me, but it, I, well, I feel like it's like sweet on. beef jerky, and I enjoy it. I mean, yeah, beef, beef jerky mm-hmm. rules, man. Jerky yeah, but this isn't good. beef jerky. It's like a, a dried mango slice with like a little bit of sugar on it. Mango and that's shit jerky. rocks. <laughs> Although I have noticed different stores I buy it from will have pretty different experiences for the same dried fruit, which I find odd. I guess it's just a supplier thing, but... Yes. Man, well, yeah, Trader Joe's has the best to dry a cat. Oh, I know. Trader Joe's is the best dried mango and I'm not being paid by them to say it. That just it just seems to be how it turns out. Yeah. And you can get wine for cheap. So, you know, uh, maybe I'm just real drunk reason. and the mangoes taste better. <laughs> <laughs> I might just be an alcoholic. Well, I'm definitely poor. And an alcoholic. And on that note, I guess, hello everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Yu-Gi-Oh! Filler Arc. I'm your host, Zach, and these are my co-hosts, Chase. Hi. And Thomas. Howdy. And yeah, today on WSP, we're talking about episodes 4, 5, and 6 of Yu-Gi-Oh! Which is, (laughs) it's still crazy. I feel like these weren't as fun as the first three episodes, but I still had a good time with them. I love, um, I love when they get into the dueling because it's so fucking nonsensical. It doesn't make any goddamn sense, and you can't follow it, anything. Yeah, and this episode is certainly no exception. That we already, we are four episodes in, five or six episodes in. We already have our first multi-episode duel, which I think it took Dragon Ball a long ass time before we had a multi-episode fight. Oh, yeah, they're, getting... they're super yeah. fast on this. They they will multi episode duels is is actually I think the name of the game. I think Major- non multi episode duels is strange. Yeah, because yeah. I was looking at the episode list. And it's like, well, that's a two part of that's a two part of the two. That's a two part of that one. Literally says part one, two, and three in the title. The the next couple are one offs, and then it starts becoming a whole ass thing. Yeah, the Yu Gi Oh Pegasus one is five fucking episodes. Yeah, so I figure we'll probably end up treating that one like we did the multi-episode fights of Dragon Ball and just cover that in one, which is going to be insane. It'll be, for some reason, it's like big first duel with Weevil, multiple episodes, then one-off ones fighting the the fucking B-team of characters, and it's just like, bam, 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 it's just fucking, it's double trouble, it's (laughs) fans, champions, and you're like, oh, okay, that's what we're doing. I guess so. And then it's Dungeon Dice Monsters four parts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a four parter. Oh Dude, yeah, you have no idea how long the Dungeon Dice Monsters. to explain Dungeon Dice Monsters and then to also like play get a game into, of Dungeon yeah, play Dice of Monsters is is a fucking experience not fit for this world. <laughs> Was Duke Devlin came back again? Yeah, is Duke Devlin an anime original character that they just threw in just to try and sell a different? Very dual monsters esque card game or dice game. Um, I, I I have no idea. I'll be completely honest. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but it is such a they just throw in Duke Devlin to try to convince people that Dungeon Dice Monsters is something you should play, 
and like Dungeon Dice Monsters never catches on in but the, the real world. But the character sticks around for whatever reason. Yeah, Duke he Devlin ju- sticks around. He does, but when I think about him, I think he just shows up in filler arcs. Like, I think like, yeah. every filler arc brings him in after he's introduced, but only in the filler. Oh, I guess he's also in Battle City for, like, the yeah. back half of no, it. No, he's also in the manga. Okay. Oh, well. Because I, I did realize I said <laughs> this, and I was like, oh, he's also in Battle City. Yeah, I was about to say, he's definitely in there. I don't know if he shows up after Battle City in non-filler material. I know he shows up in the, like, Atlantis stuff, um, but that's filler. And the virtual world is filler that just interrupts. Also in the manga. Dungeon Dice Monster, all that stuff. Yeah, it's all in the manga. Okay. Weird. Very. But yeah, so let's get let's just jump right into it with episode four of Yu-Gi-Oh, which is in jiggy with it. Get jiggy with it. In episode four of Yu-Gi-Oh, into the Hornet's Nest, which I was like, oh, okay, so they're dueling fucking weevil in this episode. Now now it could be Rex Raptor. The Hornet's Nest could mean anything. No. No, it couldn't. <laughs> the show is not that clever. The episode begins with the gang admiring the Duelist Kingdom Island from the boat. And they're like, yeah, let's go look for Grandpa. And then Tristan starts to freak the fuck out as they dock. Because he's like, oh, right. We're stowaways. <laughs> Looking at Taya. But Taya has, like, no fucks to give here. Taya's just like, we're thousands of miles away from the nearest island or whatever. They will not search us at this point, like, if we made it this far. And she's completely right as they get off the boat. Like, nobody's checking people getting off the boat, which makes sense. That Like, they'd figure if you got this far, you were supposed to be here. Yeah, there's no... Though, nobody came onto the ship in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> Well, I guess Yugi and Joey got back on the ship in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, do you think but anybody ever found out about that? It doesn't seem like it, considering it was two stowaways were the ones who had to save them. Which to me means Weevil was perfectly content with having them die. Yeah, I think because he's Weevil, a little shit. Yeah, I think Weevil would be perfectly content with that. I I was wondering because like I don't know Weevil doesn't seem like murderous. He's just I like mean, he didn't kill them. That's true, but you think he'd be like, oh shit! I was not anticipating Joey would jump off the fucking Look, boat. And much Yugi like Batman, go after he's him. not going to kill them, but he is not going to save them. <laughs> You've heard it here, folks. Weevil is. Batman. When Weevil sees a trolley problem, he would just simply not interact with the leather. <laughs> problem solved. I guess, yeah. But in this case, interacting with it just saves two people. And not interacting with it kills two people. I've, as look, far I as he knows. Obviously, it worked out. Lever. Yeah. Obviously, it worked out, but he did not know Tristan and Teo were there. <laughs> um, also, Joey has a cold... Due to jumping in the ocean, which we see in a cost-effective flashback, and this plot point will be dropped immediately. I do like that Joey has a cold, and Yugi's like, Oh man, you wouldn't have that cold if Weevil hadn't thrown my cards in the ocean. Yeah, and then we see the entire sequence. Giving people colds. Yeah, we see the entire sequence of Weevil throwing the cards off the boat, Joey diving in after them, the whole fucking shebang. So is this now, like three for three on episodes that have a flashback to literally the previous episode. Yeah. I th- Okay. Yeah. And I think it's going to continue if I remember right. Yeah, it does. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> Joey sees Weevil now, like, coming off the boat, but Yugi's like, ah, oh, we ain't got time to go get our vengeance right now, because that's when the hair guy directs them to go up these stairs to a castle. Uh... Which, while they're going up the stairs, like, there's this big stone staircase leading up to this, like, ancient stone castle surrounded by forest. And Taya just sort of looks off to the left while they're going. And Bakora's just in the woods. <laughs> Hanging around like a goddamn SCP. Yeah, he just sort of looks at her. He, She looks at him. She turns. He's like, hey, guys, why the fuck is Bakora in the woods? They look and Bakora's gone. <laughs> Which is... The first time that we've really gotten a hint that something's wrong with Bakora. Look, the man so begins the woods. Yeah, the Bakora yeah. arc. <laughs> yeah, so begins the Bakora arc. And I have to point out, Bakora still has not had a single line of dialogue in this show. Have nope. we even seen his face from the front? I think if you count the wide shots in the first two episodes, we have. Okay. But only in those wides. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think he was on the boat, and they first, yeah, like, Yeah, they had, named... we had, like, a profile shot of him on the boat, because Taya's like, yo, yeah. that's Bakura. But we still haven't, like, got a full-on good look at his face yet. No, we really haven't. They are putting a lot of emphasis on this character that will not be important for, like, 200 episodes. Hey, now, he's the big bad of the series. He'll he also has, be, like... They'll also literally duel him in, like, in the next few episodes. Yeah, I'm pretty... Oh, I they will. the next episode. It is no. shocking to me how, like, that's gonna happen... And yet we still, like, have not had a scene of interaction between him and the main characters. Yeah. It will not be till uh, the 13th episode till he actually shit fucking happens with him where they duel oh, him Oh, I shit. thought that was... Okay. No, sorry, the next episode oh, off of this I'm series sorry. is I Maki saw the Tsunami. Grave... Sorry, I saw the graveyard Mako. title and Mako I completely tsunami. forgot about Skull Kid character. Yeah, Skull yeah, Never Zombie Boy. Okay. Yeah, Zombie yeah. Boy. Well, remember, the next oh, no. two episodes are literally, I'm going to fight Fish Guy, I'm going to fuck up, I'm going to fuck around with Mokuba, and I'm going to go fight the Ghoul Man. <laughs> <laughs> and me, Ghoul. I am remember, excited. Remember, that Ghoul is not, what, is not the zombie episode. Oh, right, right, because there's the, is his name like Pain or something? Um, See the clown? No, pain. You... The pain is a multiple episode one, I believe. Yeah, or is that winning like, through takes... intimidation? I think that's winning through intimidation. Ooh, I know if I remember correctly, which is that's panic because you'll have a panic attack when you fight. Oh, him. of course, of course. Don't ask me how good I am at this because I am scaring myself with the level of knowledge <laughs> I'm digging out while just watching. To be perfectly frank looking at specials on Steam while we're talking because my brain can't do just one thing at a time or it feels hurt. Um, <laughs> and I'm not even going to buy anything on Steam because I'm like, these specials suck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, they have to fight the ghost of Kaiba. Right, right, but right. But it's not really that the ghost. turns into the clown thing. Yeah, and remember, that's also a dual part episode. I am not shocked in the slightest. Yeah. But I yeah, uh, this is with... After they're like, yeah, Bakora watches them go after they walk away and don't see him anymore. Um, then some random kids up at the landing at the top of the stairs, because there's like this landing at the top of the staircase in front of the castle. 
and we just get two like random kids in the background just give us the re-rundown of who Weevil and Rex are. It's incredible. And then they introduce us to like <laughs> Mako Tsunami real quick, essentially just telling us that these people like win tournaments and are like big deals. Competent and players like, of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're like, where's Seto Kaiba? And they're like, actually, Yugi Moto beat him. And that's Put Yugi him in a over there. Coma. Yeah. Uh, but then they're all interrupted as Pegasus walks in to greet them. Flashback to Pegasus stealing Grandpa's soul. Like that whole back half of that duel almost. <laughs> uh, Pegasus welcomes everyone and gives them a rundown on how the first round of the tournament works with Except everyone he having really a wager. Doesn't. Yeah, he does it. I thought because he says, like, you have to wager your star chips and only those 10 chips get in to compete, which Mm -hmm. left me with the impression that you had to wager all of your star chips. No, 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 you can can pick and choose. Do one. Yeah, Yeah, which is what we established, like, in the next fucking time a duel comes around, like, very shortly after this. But that's not the vibe I got from Pegasus's description or non-description of this. No, no, I I got the vibe that you could just bet whatever. Yeah, I did not. But then he also I, I more just specifically says, meant because he's like, ooh, and there are secret rules that, on this island. I'm not going to tell you any of them. Good luck, fuckers. And then kicks them all out of his castle. And if you yeah, cheated, I was gonna say well, you're going to have a real head, head start on these fuckers. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Which is very funny. Uh, I do remember, like, and they flash back to it later, that Weevil said in episode three that, like, there's going to be some new rules on this island. Which makes me be like, how the fuck did Weevil know? Well, he must have stolen the handbook, which begs the follow-up question, why was the handbook on the transport boat? Look, there's, yeah, there's a lot of questions that you None of them are going to be answered. In answering. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but we, that, yeah, he's like, oh, whatever, there's new rules. And he sends them off, letting them know that fireworks will mark the start of the duels. He's like, all right, everybody spread out. And then when you see fireworks, you can start dueling. Fireworks to so the, the gang. Of the daytime? Amateur. Yeah. So the gang just goes out to a field of flowers and just sort of reestablish the whole Joey sister thing. I guess for and an then, hour. Yeah. And then the fireworks go off. So tournament start, which I will say, while I'm sure the pacing is about to come grinding down and it kind of does in these episodes, decent pacing that we start this tournament within the first four episodes of the show. Well, I, mm-hmm. I think uh, for them, they're like, we need to just get, to the tournament, and we're going to slow it down because what people are interested in is, is the, the duel last. Yeah. yeah, so it is going to yeah. slow down. Just like how, like, some in Dragon Ball tournaments, like, got to slow down these fights. We can't make it be over an episode because people are here for the fight. The fight. Now, are the yeah. duels worth that slowdown? That's what we're here to figure mm, out. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. So they head out to their first duels, and then Yugi is like, I'm going to fuck up Weevil for what he <laughs> did to my fucking cards. It is on site. Yeah, it is literally, but I do love in this scene, it's Yugi and Ko, like, walking on a little dirt path. Yugi's like, I'm a fuck-up Weevil on sight. And then he turns, and there's Weevil. Just <laughs> immediately. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, on sight! And starts fucking sprinting <laughs> towards it. He's like, hey, I challenge you to a duel. Then Weevil just turns and starts running away. Going like, ee <laughs> um, Yeah, that is Which it. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, Yugi and Ko run after him. And there's just a fuck ton of bugs flying at him all of a sudden. Because of it course, it is a cornucopia of fucking cicadas or moths or something. But it is horrifying. It's probably it moths really based on what happens later. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking too. 
But this is when Yugi has the flashback to Weevil being like, there will be new rules on this island, which Yugi's like, he's probably leading me into some kind of trap. And we they come up to a clearing where Weevil is, and he's like, you fell into my trap! <laughs> and then summons a dual field that is hidden under like some giant metal doors that are disguised to just look like the grass how around much, it. How much money do you think he spent dotting these dueling fields, hidden, mind you, just around the island? In uh, the, I assume, puzzle with. And I assume a certain enough density that no matter where you decide to challenge somebody, there's going to be one within like two or three minutes walking distance. Just I for convenience's sake. At least $4 billion. In like, like modern money. Well, he does own card games, and that is the foundation of the economy in this world, so yeah. I guess that's okay. I mean, guess he... Yeah, he paid, like, you know, like, giant corporation buying another giant corporation money <laughs> to do this. <laughs> um, not to mention buying the island itself factored into that. And having that castle flown in. Ah, uh, yeah. new, Nuevo Reach. Actually, you know what? I'm going to double that. I'm going to say $8 billion. <laughs> After thinking about that, I didn't even think about, like, wait, the castle is probably something he had to add. <laughs> like I do obviously had to renovate the interior of it, but I didn't even think to think that the castle was something that was not already here. You think he could have added an access ramp? No. Do you think Pegasus is the kind of person to think about ADA rules? No, that's why it's an island. He doesn't no. have to follow them. Exactly. This is a tax shelter as much as it is <laughs> just a, <laughs> a fucked up place to duel. Oh, this castle? Um, it's my laundering scheme. <laughs> but Yugi magic girls up to Yami and then Weevil like does a oh sorry he hadn't summoned the dual thing yet Weevil does like a fucking Dragon Ball Z power up pose with like his fist by his side and screams and that brings the, the tournament <laughs> thing up yeah, which cool I forgot to sick. know is extremely funny <laughs> and it does look like a like a scaled down version of the Kaiba Dome as I've referred to it in my notes uh, and then Weevil says the name of the episode he says something about you've wandered into my hornet's nest no no he says you've stepped into a hornet's nest and there's no way out that's just a terrible metaphor it doesn't track anyway you cut that no. yeah no hornet's nests are small if you step on one it's been destroyed you just have to deal with a fuck ton of hornets now you like stumbled into a hornet's nest or you stepped into a spider's web and there's no way yeah. out this, this doesn't work Weevil, you're, no. your metaphors suck and you should feel bad. He's a bug guy. He should get this right. Honestly. Yeah, but Weevil, he really should. This is his whole identity. Uh, but Weevil jumps into his dual stage or whatever, and he's feeling pretty confident about taking Yugi's chip. Uh, and that's when he's like, I only have to wager one chip to get all your chips. And he's only going to wager one. But then Yugi's like, hey, how about this? You wager both chips, I'll wager my chip and my grandpa's deck. Uh, which is, I don't know why I found that kind of funny that that worked. Because <laughs> I think about it, Weevil's a, but I also think about it, it's like, it's like if like in a fighting show he goes, if I win, you can never fight again. And you're like, no. Oh. It's because yeah. like, it's like sort of like, you know, your your soul as a duelist is your deck, I guess, how they see it. Like, it'd be like, I guess, yeah. It would, it, would, it would be like losing your fucking heart, I think is how yeah, they you, feel about it. 
yeah, you know what? That makes more sense. That yeah, it's basically like yeah, I'm giving up like this core part of me. Yeah. If I and Weevil, this. like even if it wasn't, even if it was just like three hundred, like two hundred bucks worth of cards, or like fifty bucks, or I think Weevil would still be fucking annoying enough to be like, I want Yui's deck. I'm Weevil. Like he'd still do. <laughs> oh, like, forever. Yeah. He's like such a dick about it. He's not yeah, smart. Like, he shouldn't ever agree to do more than one just in case he gets fucking like rolled. Like he draws so poorly. Like there is yeah, honestly, there's it's always a, a chance. It's a card game. But yeah. he's like Weevil's an idiot and full of himself. Yeah. That's his downfall. His hubris. <laughs> his hubris was his da- his hubris. not getting owned. and fire. Yeah. And <laughs> and the concept of flames. Yeah. Um, but I guess let's but, get into the duel then. Or do well, you like we do have one yeah. more detail here, which is just some random fucking kids are just walking through the woods <laughs> and turn and see this duel starting, and they're like, "That's Weevil, but who's the other guy?" And Joey's like, "That's Yugi, the guy who beat Kaiba." And then and my just best kinda, friend. Yeah, and they're just gonna kind of be part of this peanut gallery for the rest of the duel. So I kind of fucking hate Joey for being like, oh, that's going to be good. And he's my best friend. Like, he's like, shut up, dude. We get it. Starfucker Joey. Yeah. So I have a question. Joey. How do you think outsiders square that circle that whenever Yugi steps into the ring, he grows like three feet tall, taller? They, they lampshade it all the time, but they never get into it. That's okay. the answer. They okay. talk, it isn't till the, like, end of the series does someone go like, damn, dude, he does seem different. And then they're like, yes, I'm a different person. Oh. Well, they do have the first in this duel, like, there's a quick line where they're like, it's like Yugi becomes another person when he duels. And that's, like, but that's it. They're just yeah, like, they, it's like, they, it's all they do is that. They don't say, and he's taller and his voice changes. They're just kind of <laughs> like, yeah, he's, like, way more confident. And then that's it. Yeah. That's, like, they, they, all they're, of they the They literally just, like, 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 sort of like lampshade. They're just like, oh, I'm as the creator, I'm going to acknowledge this is happening. Now we're going to do anything with that? That's up to you to figure no. out if I'm actually going to do something with that. Yeah. But I am going to tell you, I, I'm aware, too, that this is a little oh, okay. strange. I must have, I missed I'm, that line, then. Okay. Yeah. yeah fair I enough. mean, so far... I don't know if it's in this episode or the next episode, but it is during this duel that they say that. Also, so far, they have not established that Yami is, like, a pharaoh. And, in fact, yeah. something I, I pointed out here, they barely established that Yami's, like, an alternate a personality. Person, yeah. He's, yeah, he's more like a super mode for Yugi, because I've noticed that when he's, like, thinking during a duel, during, like, Yami's it's internal Yugi's monologue... Voice, yeah. It's Yugi's yeah. voice, yeah. Yeah, and it's not like he's, like... Be careful, Pharaoh, which is, like, very much the dynamic that they later have. But, like, more he's thinking, like, what should I do? Like, as if he <laughs> I, is at the driving, yeah, at, I, at the I wheel I believe right this now. will start, they'll start spilling this out more, that, that Yami is actually, like, doesn't have his memories. And Yugi will then start, like, working with him to unlock it, I believe, becomes part of, like, the consensus to Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. But yeah. right now, yeah, they they literally will not explain to you what the fuck this Millennium Puzzle is slash what it's doing. Other than just yeah. steroids. Yeah, other all than it's, it's that, steroids for card games. Yeah, all we know is that Yugi, like, activates it, becomes taller, has a deeper voice, duels better, and also, like... We know that the Millennium items are important and Egyptian. It's unknown if he even duels we better. Them. We don't even know if he duels yeah. better. We've never seen him duel. We've seen that's him kick true. Joey's ass up and down the fucking card game street. But that's Joey, a moron. We've never actually <laughs> seen him duel like by himself as just Yugi. Which we kind of get into later on. 
Um, but yeah, the whole thing right now is like we we literally are just like is this is what happens to you? does this Millennium Puzzle just make our man big and tall because it reacts to card games? Mm-hmm. The world may never know. <laughs> we don't. But yeah, this begins the duel. Oh, okay. which oh yeah, I am looking at my notes. This episode ends with Joey making the comment that Yugi acts like a different person, and then Weevil's like, "I'm gonna sum it up in cocoon." But anyway, Chase, give us the lead up to that. <laughs> that's moment. about that's about right. So yeah. this is the part of the series that introduces what we will call terrain bonuses, or I think they call them field power bonuses, but I'll just call them something terrain like bonuses that. Yeah. For my head. Um, that each area they fight in increases the power of their cards. This is revealed in the first two turns where Weevil summons the Killer Needle and it has 1,200 attack and Yugi summons a 1,200 Mammoth Graveyard. And Weevil's like, get fucked, idiot. My Killer Needle actually gets a 30% field power bonus. I looked it up while me and Zach were talking. It is 30% field power bonus for my attacking. But since... But what fucking weevil didn't know is that mammoth graveyard also gets boosted because everything that's boosted in this is fucking beast warriors dinosaurs insect plants all the shit all gets boosted on this one terrain because it's i don't know well it's, it's like a, a mix shit. they say it's, it's like, a like mix. part wasteland part woods yeah it's, for- or yeah, it's like forest or yeah it's like forest and desert or wasteland it's so weird and I think, and I like this idea inherently mm-hmm. because in Yugi, early Yu-Gi-Oh, there are field cards like Meadow, Mountain. Yeah, that yeah. That would increase it by 200 attack points. Why they use 30% beyond me as a number. Do not fundamentally understand it. They should just give them a flat attack boost like 200 or something. Just to make it simple for the kid brains. Because when I see something go from 1200 to 1560, my brain does not fundamentally understand it <laughs> as the person watching. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't use percentile increases. No. It's all just flat numbers because percentile increases is insane. Don't yeah. know why they do that. But because Mammoth Graveyard is, I believe, some form of zombie type monster. Beastie thing. And, yeah. yeah, beast thing. And Killer Needle is an insect. They both clash. For 15 16, they both blow themselves up, which does show the double KO rule, which for I brought up earlier that they didn't use, that they did use it here, um, thus ending Yugi's turn, and Weevil's like, cool, I'm playing the Hercules Beetle, which gets its increase and becomes much stronger, uh, and Yugi's like, ah, I'll have to figure my way out of this one, because, ah, uh, beans, I walked right into this obvious trap, <laughs> because while I sniffed out that it was a trap, I decided to do nothing about it. Yeah, I'm just going to fucking play right into it. And Yugi summons what will become a very iconic monster, the Feral Imp. Yeah, And activates boy. Horn of the Unicorn. Uh, Horn sure. of the Unicorn is an equip card. gives you 700 yeah. attack points. Classic early equip card. just gives you attacks. Is good. Blah, blah, blah. So now it makes the Feral Imp have a higher attack, the Herculean Beetle. And this is when they bring in the bullshit element to Yu-Gi-Oh! The <laughs> stuff that does not exist anywhere in Yu-Gi-Oh! At all. Pharaoh attacks Hercules Beetle, but because Hercules Beetle has a field power bonus and is battling the Feral Imp, which is using a magic attack, because the equipped card is the Horn of the Unicorn, it's a magic attack, I believe they say, mm-hmm. Hercules Beetles negates it. This is just nothing rules. This is made up. This is bonkers. all over the place nonsense. Now, again, in Yu-Gi-Oh, there could be, in some fucking weird Yu-Gi-Oh cards, all Yu-Gi-Oh cards are printed at this point, that there could be like a field card that says, like, if attacked by an equipped attack monster, negate the attack. I could see that. 
Um, mm-hmm. Just it just isn't here, and it blows. It backfires. It blows up the feral imp. The feral imp is weaker, destroying it. Yugi loses life points. Um, Yugi then sets a monster because Weevil's turn doesn't exist. Weevil just automatic passes here because we got to keep the tension up. So Yugi's like, better set a monster um, in defense mode because this guy's just so fucking big. <laughs> um, Weevil is like, cool. I'm gonna summon Basic Insect, which you might think. Chase, is that even a real card? The answer is yeah. Basic Insect is a real card um, <laughs> that is just called Basic Insect uh, with my f- the flavor text being powerful as just saying it's usually found in swarms. This creature's ideal environment is the forest. Incredibly, incredible early basic Yu-Gi-Oh card. It's garbage. Um, but, but in the forest, but in the forest, it's it's even it's still even more garbage because it's a thirty percentile <laughs> increase because but not Chase, giving they're it flat in the forest. Attack. Yeah, they're in the forest. It's thirty percent of five hundred, which is worse than almost any other card you could put down. But Weevil, with his master brain strategy, goes, "I'm going to equip a level three laser cannon." Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> this whole time, Weevil very much is acting like he is the galaxy brained of galaxy brain fuckers in this fucking show. It is so fucking annoying. I um, also want to point out that in the early part of this fucking duel, Weevil, when he attacks Yugi, I think it's when they do the double KO, tells him that this is revenge for all of the bugs that he has presumably killed over the course of his life. Yep. Yeah, Which I is, don't... Which, which motivation says Weevil has doesn't kill like he loves bugs, which is so strange to just hear. <laughs> I, I don't mm-hmm. okay, but because oh, yeah. of this, Weevil's like I'm also take this. yeah. Go ahead. In the first half of the duel, Weevil gets so busy talking about how much he's fucking up Yugi that he literally doesn't notice Yugi playing cards. I'm not there yet. Like, we're almost there. Not almost there. We're, okay. we're going to get to there. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. We're okay, going to get there. Just, yeah. Because this has all be played out. Weevil, in his infinite greatness, thinks, I'm going to take this shitty fucking card, the basic this garbage tier card, where other p- fucking insects exist at this point. I'm going to take and, and put a le- level three laser cannon. There is a card called laser cannon armor that exists. It's not called level three laser cannon. Does the same thing, so I'm just gonna let it slide. And then he activates level two power boost, which <laughs> I don't know if this exists at all. Um, I looked, I did not see anything about level two power boost, and I was whatever. And this just fucking flat out increases attack by twelve hundred, which makes it one of the best equipped spells of all time. I think That's it, it's hands down. Yeah, it's insane. It literally, it literally almost triples this creature's attack uh this Chris Carver, this card is garbage and then his basic insect attacks and destroys yugi's set monster now remember there's another card on the field right now with around you know what is it um nine, 1900 attack yeah. almost well, high, could could, high could teens, beat low yugi 20s. yugioh yugioh is over yugi has lost the duel yeah it literally Weevil one proceeds shot to not attack yeah yeah so, mm-hmm. Yugi draws, sets a monster. Weevil draws, sets a card. Yugi draws, sets a card. That is how this game goes all of a sudden. It is. Bop, bop, bop. They all set their cards. Again, Weevil, at this point, it is turn seven. Weevil will, st- will stop attacking. Will only start attacking on turn 17. Once You're he's on got turn a full board. Like seven. In two, ten <laughs> full turns, Weevil will not win the game. He has every opportunity right now. 
Weevil just starts fucking slamming down garbage insects. Bam, bam, bam. He's like, I'm going to play them all because Yugi at this point is like, oh, I said a monster. Oh, you're going to beat me up. Oh, my dick's so small. Oh, <laughs> your dick's so big. You're going to beat me up. Meanwhile, he's like, oh, my dick entire... is big. And is like throwing Yugi's down every insect. Like, yeah. And in between this time, which is not shown in the anime, I always assume, like, Weevil's playing his turn, and then Yugi would set something, and Weevil plays his turn, and Yugi would just draw. And then in between, like, Weevil's, like, grandstanding, be like, my dick's so big, and Yugi's like, oh, my dick's so small, no! <laughs> oh, no, up. no, no. No, you're being... Yugi <laughs> slips down either a, I think, sets down a trap car like, yeah, while Weevil's yeah. not yes. paying attention, which, if you're, if you're wanting... It just looks like cheating. I just assume this is a term pass how you could describe it, but it, it just looks like he's like, I'm just going to slip a card I down while he's not paying attention. Yeah. Something Oops. I noted in here, which is obvious in this duel, and I think we kind of talked about it last episode too, there is like no delineation between when a turn starts and ends in yeah. the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime. There is it just no seems saying, like people and then just I play. end my turn. Like, there is none of that, which is almost required, I think. You have yeah, to honestly. say, and then I end my turn. Which I know later, yeah, they start doing that. Like, that becomes a big fucking thing. Yeah, because the this turn delineation doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. In the first season, people just fucking play cards. It makes a much cleaner viewer experience when you know what the hell's happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, after all this fucking grandstanding, Yugi draws his Dark Magician. He sets mm. it, being like, yes. oh, my Dark Magician, I'm going to set it down, face down. Because he's laying the perfect trap for this moron-ass character. <laughs> Weevil now has all of his cards out. He's like, finally, I can now do an all-out attack. Even though he legitimately needs, like, two creatures to win this game yeah. at this point. Weevil goes for an all-out attack. And Yugi goes, ah, oh, you fucking moron. Mirror Force flips it over. This is considered one of the best cards in Yu-Gi-Oh. Mirror Force has always been considered good. It's always been good. And s somehow... Even in this, one of the best cards ever printed in Yu-Gi-Oh! It is still not shown correctly here. <laughs> it reflects backwards somehow, which it does not. So this is, what, this is what the card does normally. If an attacking creature attacks, you can flip up this trap card, and it reflects, and it destroys all monsters on the opposing side of the field. That's what it does. It's really good. It's the ultimate really? swing. It's an ultimate counter. Yeah, it's, it's always yeah, okay. reinforced. It's so really basically, it's just good. like, you attacked, I counter and kill everything. Yeah. You see, I thought... Uh, it, see, okay. I thought... Not knowing Yu-Gi-Oh, I thought the counter would have been it just blows up the one monster. I didn't realize it was, no, it it blows was up actually all, a board wipe. It, no, not on a board. All attack position monsters. So it has oh, to be all the okay, gotcha. like, like it's reflecting back, killing them all. It's really good. So if, it, if you have a card in defense mode or set down, doesn't it won't, destroy yeah, it. It'll be fine. But yeah, it is okay. still very strong swing. It's a counter. It's just a great mm -hmm. counter. Um, again, this card is, I, I believe, still banned completely. So not usable. Um, <laughs> what happens here is it does that. But for some reason, and in no way that's calculated, and even in the wiki when I was reading about it, I'd be like, what is, is how is this calculated? They're like, it is incorrectly calculated. We have no idea how it's calculated, really. It reflects back and does a shit ton of damage to Weevil and destroys all his monsters. There's no real calculational math, but he's dropped <laughs> down to almost losing. So now Yugi and Weevil are almost losing this now, game. Now, well. does he here. not drop by the, attack, by the attacking monsters' uh, attack points? So no, no it, I don't think so because I then really? okay. So I don't believe it's that because it's not like a reflect attack onto him. Yeah, it just yeah, works yeah. Monster specific. It's so weird. I wish I understood it because that because that would make yeah. sense for them to like moron something. 
So again, so no. now Yugi has but that is he, where episode four ends. I yes, believe, right. Four it's like ends, then that boom. happens. Yeah, they Joey's like he's like a different person, and then yeah. uh, Weevil's like, but I have an ultimate monster up my sleeve because Yugi thinks that he's out of monster cards because like entirely again he filled his entire board and grandstanded for seven turns and let that be a lesson to you kids always go for lethal and don't bm yeah but uh yeah that's when episode four ends and then this duel continues in episode five the ultimate great moth which like we see a teaser of what monster weevils like i've got a big monster and it's like a giant cocoon yeah, and then episode five's the ultimate great moth. So I'm just like, I wonder what his card is. <laughs> I think a it's very dark magician girl. Yeah, it's dark magician girl. I might need some help out of remembering cocoon. exactly some of the stuff in this one because again, my brain is like fragmented because all the shit that happens here is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, we this be- is this episode oh. opens. They haven't like started dueling again yet. There is a quick like aside. Where the gang is just like, man, Yuki made a big move, and now he's going to win. And then Mai just is there. Yep, All of a sudden, like, Mai throws out a line, and they're like, what the Mai fuck? walks in. Yeah. Taya tells her to fuck off. But then Mai reminds them that Weevil won the championship with a comeback win. And Tristan and Joey are like, yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's right. Also, the, the duel does start again here. Weevil and Yugi just keep making, like, swatting and, like, various bug puns. There are so many puns. They are so there are bad. There are so many puns. They're I did bad. not write them down because they just kept happening. Nothing's, nothing good that comes from this fight. seven lines back and forth of nothing but pun and response. Yeah. But this is when Yugi opens this part of the duel being like, Well, Weevil put down that trap card, so he returns his monsters to his hand with a card... And then just throws Karibo to the fucking wolves. Instant board disadvantage, my favorite card. Yeah, which I do love. This is the first time Yugi uses Karibo, and he immediately just uses it as, like, a sacrificial lamb. Yeah, well, that's fucking throw this to the wind. Oh, it is. So, yeah, the the point of Karibo is to hold it in your hand, and if you were going to Uh take damage from an attack, you discard it, and you take no damage for that turn, I believe, or that attack, every which one it is. That's all yeah. its purpose is. Kribo's really just a... It's never been considered good, but beginning of the series, it can be kind of fun. <laughs> it's it, it has a use. It's just not that utilitarian. Yeah, because remember, it's only you don't take bad. So, like, let's say it attacks a monster, and it'll still destroy the monster you're controlling. You just mm-hmm. don't take bow damage from it. So it's just, it, doesn't, it doesn't have much niche use. There is, like, some So basically things- just lets you nope out of taking life point damage. Yeah, it, it can be mm-hmm. used for, like, if you take Baldan from this card, discard your hand or some cards that exist in Yu-Gi-Oh! that are now banned, because that shit just got out of hand. And Kribo would be teched against that early on. But eventually you're just like, no, I want to have, I want to have like, trap cards that deal with this, not just fucking a Karibo in my hand and instantly go minus or something. I need to have some way to bounce back from this. Um, yeah. And minus in this context means you lose a card and you don't really get anything out of it, it's going yeah, yeah. minus is what you would call it in a card game. So, we uh, begin dueling terribly. Weevil has set one <laughs> card. Dark Magician appears along with Taruki, the other card Yugi has, um, which is, I believe, it's still set for some reason. Um, and I believe, um, I, I forget... Yeah, he controls Parasite Worm. Yeah, he controls Parasite Worm. He has one set card. Sorry, no, he has Parasite Worm set it in back row. Yugi controls this. 
I'm assuming this is still the same turn Weevil attacked, and he goes, okay, I'm going to set Larvae Moth. Now, we get into my some favorite card shit, the bad moth line, um, the Larvae Moth. <laughs> this is um, so bad. This is a bad card. I am going to say the first thing. We have now, this is like one of the earliest, so this is Weevil's deck, and he breaks his own rule. He sets Larvae Moth, like, face down, right? You want to know the first read of text is in Larvae Moth? What do this mo- this monster cannot be normal summoned or set? <laughs> <laughs> so he already has broken the rules of he how this card up. works. Yeah. So the, how Larvae Moth works is this card can only be special summoned by tributing Petite Moth during your end turn after Petite Moth has been equipped with Cocoon of Evolution. Larvae Moth and Petite Moth are all these fucking Moth card shit. That's just because Petite Moth is the actual card they're trying to say is what's here right now. I don't know why they didn't just say Petite Moth. Um, but whatever, because Petite Moth, fun enough as it is, is the actual moth card that grows stronger um, from all this stuff. It's weird, but Larvae Moth is just literally um, is a way to like bounce around and get your Cocoon of Evolution out quicker because it's all fucking nonsense garbage. <laughs> it's all the, the, it's so fucking bad. I, tr- I tried to like make this deck work when I was younger and then tried again when I was older when we were like messing around with Yu-Gi-Oh! It's just so bad. Okay. So, Weevil Draw, he then flip summons Larvae Moth after Yugi does... Oh, sorry, we have to go to Yugi's turn, who, who does the most amazing play ever. Yugi's like, hmm, there's a fucking trick here. This He has this set card, and it's a fucking trap. And I can't deal with that trap right now. So I'm going to do an amazing move where I just take all the cards back to my hand. Which is, he does Monster Recovery. Which, in the anime, just goes... Mm-hmm. Okay. It I take it takes all the monsters on your side of the field, and car, and puts them in your hand to your deck. You put everything in your deck, shuffle, draw five. Which is it's okay, it's not bad. The reason that will never get printed in actual Yu-Gi-Oh is says draw five on there. Can't happen in <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh because <laughs> drawing in Yu-Gi-Oh is sacred. It is you do not just get free draws really. What it does in Yu-Gi-Oh is you take one monster you control. Um, if it's on the field, you shuffle your entire hand into your deck. Also, after that, draw cards equal to the number of cards you shuffle from your hand into the deck by this effect. So technically, you're drawing you're drawing your hand again, mm-hmm. but minus the monster recovery. So you can only draw as much cards as you have. Minus one. Minus one. Mm. That's why it works now, then, because this card's shit. No one uses monster recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that specific reason. And here it's wild. It's, it's madness. It's but very the one where you can go from empty hand to five card hand. Well, that's well, insane. Well, buddy, we can keep this duel going forever. Baby, you got a stew going. Yugi then goes, my my brilliant plan. I'm now going to summon Garibo. And that makes Weevil activate Parasite Worm to destroy Karibo. Somehow inflict damage of the 300 that Karibo had. Again, trap cards really don't do this. And destroy it. Uh, the the set card was Parasite Worm. This card doesn't exist because it's super good and has no restrictions on its destruction ability and somehow hurts you. Uh, broken, not real. Even the best <laughs> early card like Trap Hole, it's, it has restrictions on it still. Um, all re- even early game Yugi removal for trap cards and like even some other stuff is restricted to something. It's just it's just this is just a free card, whatever, to draw this out. Weevil's like, haha, though. You fell from my double blind trap where you left your cards off there when in reality you needed to destroy my actual real trap, the Larvae Moth. Well, she's up. It's in defense position. He then equips Larvae Moth, 
with a cocoon of evolution. I had this written down in my notes, so I can make sure I got this right. He, but like the cocoon of evolution when it's played, it looks like a monster card. So it is a monster card. You are correct. <laughs> so how it works in Yu-Gi-Oh, you target one petite moth, and you control and equip this card from your hand to that target. Which means you'd put it in the spell slot area. So it still is a... So you could, if you want to, normal summon this card or set it. But you can also use this uh -huh. as an equip spell. While equipped by this effect, the original attacking defense of that Petite Moth become the attack and defense of Cocoon of Evolution. So now, technically, Petite Moth would have a 2,300 mm -hmm. defense. Because Petite Moth is a garbage card for children. <laughs> um, that is like a little baby that did not have this stuff originally printed out on, I believe. I don't. I believe Petite Moth for a while, which is a Petite Moth. I'm unsure. I might be wrong. And it has 200 defense and 300 attack. So now it just gets a little junior move. This is all for Cocoon of Evolution nonsense stuff. Because you need this to get the Great Moth. Again, just swap out Larvae Moth for Petite Moth, and everything is kind of the same. Um, I don't know why, how this is supposed to work really at the end of the day, but it's here. Larvae Moth just kind of helps you get your Petite Moth out quicker. They're just, they're just skipping all that process. And Weevil's like, hey, motherfucker, just so you know, the Great Moth is coming. <laughs> and you're like, what? Um... And he says, like, in five turns, right? Five turns. Yeah, there's a five-turn clock. This card is useless. Yeah. That's a lot. That is a long time in any card game, dude. And it'd be way more... It's way more confusing here. We, I don't know when a turn has ended. <laughs> yeah, and then... I, I Yeah, true. In the card game, the Great Moth cannot be normaled or set. This card can only be special summoned. So that means that this is why it's really bad. Can only be special summoned by tributing Petite Moth on the fourth of your turns after Petite Moth has been equipped with Cocoon of Evolution. Now, the reason it says your turns is because a turn is a single player's sided turn. So when I say turn, if I play a card and in my turn, that's turn one and it goes to Zach and he it's plays a card, two. it's turn two. Okay. So it's back and forth. Very specific in Yu-Gi-Oh. They will be very, very specific about this. So, like, Swords of Revealing Light follow this route where, like, it says, like, your turns end. That's why Swords of Revealing Light is so good. And, like, why there's some other cards that, like, say, after 20 turns have passed. That means only really 10 turns when you think about it this way. Um, and that's why I'll say things like, like, Swords of Revealing Light is very specific at the, during the end phase of your opponent's third turn. Right? They'll be very specific about turn order. So that's why Great Moth takes fucking forever to come out and is bad there's just 2600 attack that you had to wait four turns for by protecting a dumb little moth a dumb little petite little worm or i could just Yugi's summon a summon skull and get 100 less attack instantly yeah so yeah i could i could tribute someone a summon skull and destroy the cocoon instantly yeah so but because this is all built around trying to show off this deck as cool it has a really buff defense because of the 30 percent increases oh no oh <laughs> Um, Yugi is like, got it. I'm going to summon Gaia the Fierce Knight. And I'm going to make it attack the Larvae Moth. I don't know what he's thinking here. Because we know the defense is higher. We know Gaia is not as strong. Yugi fails attack, takes 300 damage. I just genuinely don't know what's happening there. Is Other that than how maybe that works? 
Yeah, yeah. So that's how it works in Yu-Gi-Oh. If you if it has higher defense, you just take the damage, the, the okay. damage from that. Yeah, that's just how Yu-Gi-Oh works. And the monster doesn't die, and your monster doesn't die. It's all that's gotcha. all that's okay. perfectly within Yu-Gi-Oh's rules. I think it's just because Yu-Gi's confused about the card stuff or whatever. But mm-hmm. whatever, it's dumb. I don't really care. We was like, cool. I'm gonna draw a pass, and he's like, I and my great moth will be coming soon. Yu-Gi's like, cool. I'm gonna set down a Beaver Warrior, my favorite <laughs> card. Hell yeah. Oh right. <laughs> Now I remember how this all works, because technically I believe he says he could summon his moth, right? But what he's really summoning is the the ultimate great moth, which is a different card. That's why I'm confused. Oh, because I'm thinking of the actual stuff, right? Well, I mean, not only not only is he does he summon the ultimate great moth doing this shit, but somehow like despite the ultimate cocoon being broken in Early. four turns yeah. instead of five, he still gets to summon it. Yeah. And even though he's like, it has to be five turns, turn four. Eh, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's extremely dumb. Even and though I'm pretty sure that was turn three that it broke, because I was doing some backward math and it could not have been turn four. Well, according to the show, I still don't even know if we're off turn one. Yeah, but nothing how this fucking is gone. Nobody said in turn yet. We're still on turn one. Yeah. yeah, so he's trying to summon the perfectly ultimate Great Moth, which, again, is like the Great Moth, but it just would be the sixth turn or later after it was equipped. And on your six turns, and it's a 3,500, so it's stronger than Blue Eyes, technically, Ooh. but it is literally impossible to use. Um, <laughs> you'll be just If, if you, if you get away with this, you're it. the best player of all time or something. Or the, the you're worst right, the best player of all time where the other person is, like, in a coma. Yeah, brain dead. Um, so <laughs> this becomes the, the, this is the ticking clock. Yugi has to defeat this in five turns. Blah, blah, blah. So, Yugi summons Curse of Dragons, which is, again... Weaker than um, the field, but Yugi's not going to be attacking the cocoon. He's going to be attacking the field because oh, no. he equips his Curse of Dragons with Burning Land. Um, I like this idea for the show. I wish they implemented it a little bit better, mm-hmm. but Burning Lands is a card in the game that goes once activated if there are any field cards on the field destroy them blow i think up. that's a that's that's great what's up mm. oh i said blow them up yeah yeah sorry. blow them up it destroys yeah. the field and during each player standby phase the player takes 500 damage that's why they can't use it because oh. they'll do 2000 life points but yeah while this is on the field it's a it's a endless spell which means even when it's so when it's activated there are any fields supposed to be destroyed then during each player's standby phase, take 500 points of damage. I don't remember exactly if it means activated will always destroy fields whenever it pops up, but I think that could do that. So that's pretty cool. They can't do that second effect. I understand. They're doing 2,000 life points. Whatever. But it is cool that it destroys the field. I think this is a good use of actually showing off the cards, making them kind of interact with each other. Works. Yes. This also makes a lot the defense points of Larva Cocoon, for some reason, go down to 20... 2,000, they should, they should technically probably go down to 2,200. Doesn't really matter, matter. Gaia would still get over it. I don't really care that much anymore. Gaia pierces the cocoon, but inside of it is a great moth figure. And that's uh, gross and disgusting. And they cut to commercial <laughs> and they come back. And it's still gross and disgusting. 
And upon this, Weevil summons the Great Moth. I believe the idea oh, yeah. here was... What, go on? I was also just going to say the sound effects on display here with the fucking cocoon are just disgusting. It's, it's and lots I did of look squelches. This, I had a I had a friend uh with me while I was watching like virtually with me while I was watching the like episodes here. Mm -hmm. And he had managed to pull up clips from the Yu-Gi-Oh sub like the original anime. None of these sound effects are there. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so it's basically like for this dub, they literally had a completely original soundtrack. Not just like in a music sense, but like literally all the sound design, all of the voiceover, everything is oh, wholly original different? to Yu-Gi-Oh. That's awesome. Yeah. That's insane. I Which means it. that, yeah, they chose these squelching noises. <laughs> yeah, give me Because in the original like anime, wall. there's barely any noise at all. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, yeah, as it continues, I, I think this is what happens here in the show. It's why I think the idea they're trying to get across is what happens. Because it's been technically four turns, even though uh, Zach will highly contest it, and I can completely agree because there are multiple scenes then where um, Yugi has to just draw and pass for this to make sense. Yeah, they, he would have had to have done um, literally yeah. nothing for a turn for it to be turn four. Which, with fucking this show, could have happened. Um, he summons the Great Moth instead of having the perfectly ultimate Great Moth appear, which I think what they're trying to say. Okay. As I was reading the wiki, this is what they're implying. I'm going to say this from the wiki. This is this. I also have my notes out, and I look at the wiki to, to check and compare. Um, I think this is bullshit. I think this was just, they just made up shit and went with it. Um, I think the wiki is just reaching out of its asshole for this kind of fucking move. <laughs> um, and I think they're mm. full of it. Um, it's definitely not saying that in the, in the show, it might've been in the original translation, but we are not watching that. So I don't, be I don't believe in it now. Um, now <laughs> comes out the great moth, which has a really big attack point, 2,600, I believe. Um, Something like and that. is, it is, it is big. It's mean and tough. Um, then some of the craziest shit of all time happens. <laughs> great moth out. Weevil goes to attack. Gaia, the fierce knight. Uh-huh. Yugi activates polymerization like from Correct. his hand to fuse Curse of Dragon with Gaia. You can this is this is hyper illegal. Um <laughs> you cannot just go, I'm motherfucking activating this polymerization whenever you want to. It has to be on your turn. It is a spell card. And there's only, only spell cards only with lightning bolts on them can be activated on like specific turn instances, polymerization, and also very specifically, battle step calculations are very important to Yu-Gi-Oh. There's like a part where it goes like there's battle phase and then battle calculation damage. It's like your mid step here. Only uh -huh. very specific cards can be in there. Polymerization can only be acted on like your main phases. It just it just can't be done anywhere else. And yeah, he's like, no. fuck it, summon them together, baby. Get absolutely fucking bodied. Um, nerd and at the same time Weevil's like yep Lamau is going to attack your beaver warrior anyway um, and destroys the face down beaver warrior pour one out to my best friend every fucking Ripper episode Rooney. gets killed um, <laughs> the front lines and the I trenches do, the beaver warrior as I previously said is I love it because it's a fucking stupid card <laughs> it, it's a fucking stupid card and just dies it's just there to be fucking <laughs> fodder to the fucking fires that is the great moth's flames yeah, um, but unlike Karibo, is it used deliberately to be killed? Yeah. It just gets killed. It's just an, by a happy accident. 
Yeah, it is the red shirt of Yugi's deck. True. Very true. <laughs> okay, so now Celtic we have... Guardian. Yeah, no, Celtic Guardian will get in there a few times. Celtic Guardian will do, be rewarded. Yeah, Celtic Guardian is bit. the red shirt that gets to, like, shoot one of the aliens first and then still dies. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, did something real quick. <laughs> Not an important something, but something. Yep. And now we have... So now we have two 2600 monsters. Gaia, the dragon champion. Real card. Is, is as real as real can be. Um, one of the early fusion monsters, so it has no good text for it. It just is alive. Um, versus Great Moth, which also has no text on it besides about how it can be summoned, and they both have 2600 attacks. And this is when Yu-Gi-Oh! goes, fuck, we both have these 2600... How do we make it so that Weevil has an unfair advantage? I know. Acid Rain. Acid Rain is our new friend here. Um, because Great Moth has poisonous scales... It decreases uh-huh. the attack of Gaia the Dreb. All the scales fall on him and make him look all piss-colored. Um, <laughs> now yeah, all the piss. Yeah, all that on our pissy little Gaia boy is all a little weaker, and so now he has less attack. And, like, oh, I also have to point and out. like, the attack doesn't fall by, like, a number or something. It is just falling rapidly in real time. Yeah, he's dying somehow. slowly. Yeah. yeah. I also have to point out, that yeah, one, he's losing it in real time, and like the effect they use to show that is this fucking like it looked like in RuneScape when you damage something, like the little red, like jagged kind of cloud with just the number in the middle. Yeah. So <laughs> I fucking love this show. It looks like it was made in fucking Microsoft Paint. <laughs> it might have I been. I love it. Yeah, I also have to point out that earlier this duel is when they point out that land monsters can't attack air monsters, which is just not a rule in Yu-Gi-Oh. How would we get three-dimensional combat oh, in a card right. game? I fucking forgot. Yeah, it, yeah. there's still this, like, there's. they'll be throughout this fucking series. It's driving me fucking crazy. That there'll be some fucking crazy line of, like, oh, yeah, metal creatures can't be hurt by this. Or, oh, your land creature has trouble against it. Flying crew, which will, I think it's more in the uh, my fight. Yeah, that's more in the my fight. But it's, yeah, they but bring it, it up in this fight. Here. But in the my fight, yes. it becomes like the centerpiece. Yeah, of it. it's so fucking. <laughs> um, they will not stop making me mad. I got a question: um, Are type a- are type disadvantages a thing? No, there is no okay, like rock paper scissors elements. Yeah, there will be like cards that'll be like, "Hey, this card has a protection against this," but like it's specific, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what because I because. You can't just fucking say shit like this, um, <laughs> you goddamn maniacs. This is a game that yeah. has rules, damn it. Um, so, out of fucking nowhere, Yugi draws Makiyu, the magical mist, <laughs> which has this big skull print on it. Now, this episode, if you remember earlier today, um, aired... When did this episode air exactly? I want to go look again in America. It air dated in 2001. Do you want to know Makio hmm. the Magical Mist is actually printed in Yu-Gi-Oh? When? 2009. So this is a card that is made because the anime <laughs> made this card. This card does not fucking even come close to existing. Because it makes no fucking sense. Um, This card goes rain. <laughs> and then it rains, <laughs> I guess. And so the air is n- it's now chillier here, um, which stops the attack falling for Gaia, the dragon champion, which has fallen quite a bit. 
and then and then Great Moth's like, fuck it, I'm gonna still destroy it because as we all know, you activate one card or thirty five in a turn on Yu Gi Oh, <laughs> not anywhere in between. And so he uh-huh. destroys the Gaia, the dragon champion. He's fucked. Ah, oh, jeez. Yugi's got 50 <laughs> life points. Has got everyone is turning against Yugi. He doesn't I'm have it. Like, Mai has relentlessly been nagging Yu-Gi-Oh in the background this whole oh, time. Yeah. And his friends. And every one of his friends is like, can he really do it? But and guys, they look at the Yugi. only life point that matters is the last one. Exa- First of all, Oh, I have to point right. out there's also a weird... There's a weird moment in this bit where Yugi's friends are like, power of friendship! Mai's like, no... But it turns to, like, Joey for a second, and Joey has, like, a line, and then the screen shakes, and we come back, and Taya's just flat on her ass yes, in I the background to having fallen. Up. I was going to, like, talk more about, like, what happens during the duel, after the duel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this is, yeah, I have no idea. I think something <laughs> happened we, in the sub. We... Yeah, so, th- again, this is a great moment where we cut over to the sub, because all of- me and my friend were both just like, what the fuck just happened? We're like, is it, like, implied that Mai, like, hit her or something, and they didn't want to show, like, the attack? Uh-huh. But in the sub, it's literally just, uh, like, she asked Joe, or Joey's like, yeah, there's a way he can win. Taya's like, what? And he's like, I don't know. I'm a bad duelist, essentially. <laughs> and then, like, you hear that boy. And it's one of those, like, the character fell down because yeah, yeah. someone said something so stupid, gags. And they just ignore it in the dub. <laughs> Why? That's so powerful. It's incredibly confusing. <laughs> I don't know. I do not know what the decision was here. Like, why it went God. this way. Man, this was a I'm once again company. confused by this show. Um, yeah. Yeah, because remember, Yu-Gi-Oh! is not fucked from four kids. Yu-Gi-Oh! is fucked the whole way down. Mm-hmm. Four kids just made it fucked in a way that we all love now. But yeah. this fucking <laughs> show makes no goddamn sense. So, to get back on track, I want to get through this. We're so close now. Magical mm-hmm. mist in the air. It's raining. Yu-Gi summons. Summoned Skull. Now, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Now... This summon Which skull also you can't, to add makes a weird chattering noise that is can you original to the Please try to replicate it for me. it's so good. It's just kinda like if I remember correctly, it's just kinda like it's, no, I thought <laughs> like it's more like like it just Yeah, no no okay, yeah, no, it is more like <laughs> like almost like a cat noise, yeah, but with like chattering in there. It's, it's, it's the, so bizarre. We haven't talked about these monster designs. I think we'll get more into them as time goes on. Summon Skull is a fucking skeleton with a beating muscle underneath it, and it's like thirty and feet tall wings. and it's like a devil in bat wings, and it goes It is so good so powerful. It's, it's so, so good. strong. It, it makes me feel alive again. Um, <laughs> summon this Skull. Is this is what we need. Yeah, this is what we need. And it, now that there's rain and Summon Skull appears, it boosts the effect of lightning attacks, which, which Summon Skull. I guess Skull, it has. Yeah, apparently has. Summon Skull does its big lightning attack, destroys the moth, moth dies, Yugi wins. Woo! Now, if you had to think, what do you think Summon Skull's text is? Because it's not a special monster or anything. It is just a 2500 beat stick. It has nothing special written Shit. about I it. Used, I used this card so often when I was a kid, I do not remember what its flavor text was. Yeah, what do you if, do? You think it has anything to do with lightning? Absolutely <laughs> not. No. No, no, no. It's a dark it type. Has nothing. It has nothing to yeah. do with lightning. It is a fiend with dark powers for confusing the enemy. Among the fiend type monsters, this monster boosts considerable force. <laughs> that's it that's it that's all summon skull is you have no, so there's no lightning 
Yeah, there's no lightning. It is. It honestly, it's honestly more of like a dark magician. It's like a weird, confusing yeah, yeah. creature. It does not actually have like. It's like a powerful, confusing creature. That's all it says. It is. There's nothing to do with lightning. It's just summon skull. Um, of course. Mock you gets printed later because summons because every card that is important to the Yu-Gi-Oh anime will get a fuck ton of legacy support. Multiple summon yeah. skulls appear. They're all called different things. Mock you gets targeted. This is its ability. You target one summon skull or one thunder monster in your monster zone. Destroy all monsters your opponent controls with defense less than or equal to the attack of that monster. I, and you cannot do your battle phase that turn. I so it goes love. out of its way to add summon skull to that list just yes. because oh, the anime so decided good. it it's shoots so lightning. good. Um, that's so good. Yu-Gi-Oh actively trying to make their shit work. Um, <laughs> hey, you think we should fix this eight years after the fact? Boy, yeah, I do. <laughs> no, fix it. Like, hey, that's funny. We're just going to add this into the game now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, t- t- tell them about the conclusion of this after Summon Skull gets thrown down. Because um, <laughs> it's it's sub- a work of art. You, te- you tell it. I'm, I'm done with the duel. You go ahead. I love you talking about it. Okay. Because the last move of the duel is just, like, Summon Skull gets thrown out, and, like, Summon Skull has less attack than Great Moth, or whatever. But then Yugi points out that the Moth is still wet because (laughs) of the Mist card that he played to get (gasps) rid of the poison. Thanks to this, and since, as we talked about, they just decide that Summon Skull shoots lightning... Summon Skull gets an attack bonus of like a pretty large amount. I want to say it's almost like a thousand. thousand. Literally just a thousand. Straight up a thousand points, which not only puts it above fucking Great Moth, but enough to wipe out the rest of uh, fucking Weevil's life points with the attack. Yugi wins. To which my thought was if the rain put out the fire, then should not the forest be back in effect? I believe they literally no. show cinders of the forest throughout the episode to negate your idea to be like, it's burned down, it's never coming back, baby. Yeah. It's now a swamp. And if you have a beast warrior, the swamp gives it an action. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, that's how this fucking duel ends. And Mai's like, oh, that's impressive. Uh, I'm just going to do the fucking abridged voice for her. I can't do a good impression of the actual dub voice. That's all. Now's your time like, to try. That's impressive. Something like that, like very much the like, oh, look at me, I'm the femme fatale, like with, that kind of stuff. With again, it must be noted, seventies porn music playing in the background anytime she's on screen. Just about. It's not quite like it follows her everywhere it goes, but anytime there's gonna be a music stinger that is related to my, it's porn music. <laughs> yep, yeah, it's just but, who she is. Yeah. Yugi is now just like lording over the shriveling weevil as he takes his two star chips and, <laughs> and is like, his glove. let this be, yeah, and no, no, fucking Joey takes the glove and is just like, <laughs> I'm gonna hold on to this because Joey didn't get a glove because he was not actually invited to it's this fucking so tournament. It's so good, it's so yeah. good. But Yugi gets both his star chips, he's like, cheaters never prosper, and then we see like, Weevil's face on a trap card. It's like the purple trap card. And then an X pops up on it. (laughs) And that's how the episode ends. What I do love is in the sub, there is a little text box that appears on this frame too. 
and it's like fucking JoJo, where it says Weevil retired. <laughs> Weevil lose. Well, oh, sorry, no. Insect Haga retired. Yeah, please. <laughs> give, give the, I love when we were like the names could have been that bad. The original, and they're like five million times worse. Turns out they but, were worse. God. They're worse, but also kind of better. <laughs> I, 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 I think. Weevil Underwood is a great name, and I do think Rex Raptor is better than Dinosaur Toriyama or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. his name was. I Rex Raptor that, yeah. rules. Di- it is funny that like the names of the dub seem like unsubtle, and then the names of the sub are just less subtle than that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, ah, Weevil. Weevil's a type of bug, and he likes bugs. And you're like, ah, oh, that's not subtle. And then what's his name of the original? Insect Haga. <laughs> and you're like, all right, I guess I guess at least four kids tr- like was adjacent to the thing. <laughs> <laughs> they literally looked at him and were like, what should we call this guy? Oh, it's his name. Oh, it's Dinosaur Ryuzaki. Um... Yeah, we'll, we'll call him Rex Raptor, because at least we like, put two dinosaur things. It makes it just seem like an actual I would guy. Love, I do want to know. I would love to see like the notes of the meetings that led to like this being made, if there were other names considered, because I want to just see the page of notes that is just bug puns or dinosaur <laughs> puns or uh, whatever until they landed s- on Rex Raptor. I want to see Meku Tsunami's alternate names. Oh god, Mako Tsunami is a gr- okay. Mako Tsunami fucking rocks as a name. <laughs> I, I legitimately think, and I'll just say, I like almost every dub name in this. Oh, they're I, good. They're pretty good. Yugi Moto doesn't change. It's just Yugi Moto. They mm-hmm. literally yeah. do not change it. But Joey Wheeler, Joey as Wheeler's to Joe great. Nochi, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it is good. Tristan Taylor, because they were just like, I don't know what to do with Honda, so we're yeah. gonna go. With Tristan That's the Taylor. only one I want to go back. That's they the could have called one. him Ford. Honestly, if they'd called him Ford, I would have lost God. my fucking shit. I would have laughed. Let's get so back to the dub audience, boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's the end of episode five. As we come into episode six, first duel, which we've had so many duels up to this point, <laughs> and they use this as to be like, "Oh, this is Joey's first real duel." Which Joey does say this, but this is not Joey's like first ever duel. They make it feel like that. But I guess you do have to learn somehow. But it's his first tournament duel. I don't know. I would say but like, this one's it's not called his first, first duel, duel, but it's first like duel knowing how this game works. Because remember, yeah. his first deck was sixty cards, all monsters, all monsters, yeah, no all effects. strong looking guys. He had. But we could have called this like Valentine's Pay or something. Like I don't know, some yeah. kind of my Valentine pun, <laughs> which is all my Valentine, also a great pun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we just they're oh, just yeah. nailing it left and right out here. They do nail it. I, I will say, like, yeah, they change the names. Fucking love them. <laughs> so but uh, except for Seto Kaiba, Yugi Moto, and Solomon Moto, I think those stay the same. Uh, and Bakora. I believe this is the just... episode where a lot of like the harpy la- ladies are censored. If you want to get into that over there to try and make them less sexy, less yeah. sexy, they'll take spikes off of things. They reduce my cleavage throughout the series all the time. That's just like, just get into that now. <laughs> that is just like how four kids works. Truly doesn't bother me in the fucking slightest. It is no. just funny, but it is made for children. So I understand why I'm going to counter that. I'm horny and I'm bothered. I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. Well, they um, took out the scene where Kaiba stops a gun with a playing card. I will be mad about that. 
I did, yeah, my friend who found the subs just sent me that screen cap, and he was like, I did not modify this in any way, this happens. I know, it's so disappointing, I have to get rid of guns. Literally, like, there's a scene, because, you know, fucking it's, things with guns. yeah, four kids very famously censors out every time someone has a gun in Yu-Gi-Oh!, especially pointing it at anyone. But there is a scene in the original Yu-Gi-Oh! anime, like, in the sub, where somebody is pointing a pistol at Kaiba's face, and he gets out of it by putting a card in between, like, the hammer of the gun and where it hits on the action, and that stops it. Which is not... <laughs> that would not stop it. <laughs> it's so good. That card would have to be made of, like, sheet metal. But you don't know I the want, quality of the I dual wonder, monster cards. I wonder, yeah, how, how good is the quality of these dual monster cards? Like I mean, in universe, they're on, like, raised platforms. It's gotta be windy up there, and we never see the cards blowing around. Those things could it's be true. fucking heavy as shit. And while, like, card sleeves were probably one of the most popular, like, items for duelists to buy, like, who actually played the game, no one buys a card sleeve in Yu-Gi-Oh! the anime. Maybe, just maybe legitimately, there. or, like, the, the thinnest card sleeve because the whole world runs on the Yu-Gi-Oh! economy, right? Mm-hmm. That if you had a card with a card, like, a really good card sleeve, maybe that would stop, like, the, the hammer from firing. Like, I... I <laughs> I'll go talk to my dad and get the old guns out to the gun range and just slip, slip a <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh card in there just see what the fuck happens. God. Later in the I news, man it. killed five and Yu-Gi-Oh card related <laughs> accidents. Guys, is Mythbusters still on the air? I got a thing for him. <laughs> Mythbusters. Chase, I love that you were like, man kills five when you were like, no part of that implied that you had to point it at a person. <laughs> I never pointed at someone. I imagine someone shooting at the range. You slip the card back there and like camera zooms out and a fucking micro explosion goes off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if it's actually like some kind of huge misfire. The twenty-two explodes the size of a nuke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the twenty-two makes it God. so much better. It's literally like I'm just, now I'm just picturing Chase like sitting there on the range, dumb smile on his face, twenty-two handgun in his hand with a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh card put into the hammer. He squeezes the trigger, and as he does, like flash of white, slow motion, just start hearing, "I know, I know, I let you down." It's like <laughs> the fucking third impact begins. Yeah, because Chase did this. This is an Evangelion reference for anyone not. Getting it, and I, I made myself laugh too hard thinking of this. <laughs> Car turns into shrapnel, kills everyone around me, including myself. <laughs> Little naked chases floating yeah. down from the sky, turning people into crosses made of light and goo. <laughs> All the dual platforms rise from the earth. This is the third impact. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, God. Anyway, Meanwhile, this episode back at the opens. Plot. Yeah, this episode opens with Pegasus, like, chuckling to himself in his room as, like, one of his people comes in. They're like, oh, hey, people are getting eliminated. And Pegasus is like, excellent. My plan is coming together. And, like, so far, it's just a fair tournament. Like, you think (laughs) if his whole thing was to get all the Millennium items together, he might be, like, doing something in the background to make sure that the people with Millennium items get to the finals. He's not. This is just a tournament. Do you and think if, loose, if Yugi loses, he just get, gets mugged on the boat back? Probably. I don't know why he didn't get mugged on the boat here. <laughs> by anyone other than Weevil. Um, but, like, 
I also love because when I think about it, like he obviously didn't do it because Bakora doesn't make it to the finals and Bakora has the Millennium Ring. Well, he didn't know about that one. Well, obviously not, because then Bakora's gonna take his fucking eye. <laughs> but like <laughs> Yeah, Bakora is the wild card here, which does not come into play for a while. But Joey is ready to fight the fucking world when we cut over to him. But what I love is that Tristan and Taya, who were just talking big about the power of friendship and how you need to support your friends and how that is what will help them win, don't support Joey at all. Well, they're all terrible friends, because as soon as Mai walked over last episode, uh, Tristan and Joey were all on Team Boobies and were like, yeah, maybe maybe Yugi doesn't actually have a chance. So they're all just terrible to each other. Yeah, it is kind of like Friends, isn't it? Where they all suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just take the laugh track out of Friends. You realize those people are fucking psychopaths. <laughs> thought that was the point. <laughs> it's all sitcom it shows. Yeah, like, honestly, honestly, it's everyone's just there being toxic to one another and making sure no one has positive change. Unless you watch It's Always Sunny, and then that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Joey has, like, a melodramatic moment thinking about his sister looking over, like, the ocean, if I remember the shot right. Like, you stand on, like, a cliff looking over the ocean. Most, like, early 2000s boy band music video moment that Joey Wheeler has here. And then he and his sister in a flashback, which is not a cost-effective one, but just a flashback, uh, take, he, he takes her to the beach they have a good time. It's a really bad bus. Joey job. sounds exactly the same in the flashback as he does now as a teenager, and it's kind of stressful. Like, the <laughs> actor doesn't even really seem to make much of an effort to sound younger, which, in my humble opinion, the voice actor for Joey carries this dub on his back 90% of the time, but this is not a shining moment I for I bet him. he wasn't told that it was a flashback. Uh, I mean, well, like, it's dubbing, so he's looking at it. Maybe. Like, he can see it. Maybe. That is how dubbing works. Maybe. You have to stare at the lip flaps, and, like, they did not edit the lip flaps, because there are other lines in this that very obviously are stretched to fit lip flaps. Well, which is very funny. don't know funny. what the director told the voice actor. I don't know what the director told the voice actor, but I know, once again, when you dub... You are staring at the footage because that is what has to happen because you need to look at the footage to try and match what you're, like, saying to what the character's, like, mouth movements are. True. Anyway, in the flashback, yeah, they have a great time. Joey's like, Serenity, I'm gonna take you to this beach even if our parents get divorced. (laughs) Which... I love that, like, the divorce doesn't come up at all, and that it's just the last sentence before, like, the end of the flashback. He's like, even if our parents get divorced tomorrow, we'll totally still come back here, which is just a lot to drop right there. (laughs) Just giving the people what they want. Back to Joey. What'd you say? Just give the people what they want, a divorced family. Yeah. (laughs) Back to Joey. Sure, he's going to win this tournament and help her get her eyesight back. So then they realize that they can see, like, a bunch of people dueling below them. Like, now they go over, and this cliff that was by the ocean is next to another cliff that overlooks, like, a kind of deserty area where there's a bunch of these little duel arenas and everyone's facing each other. Um, So Joey's like, I'ma take them all! And Tristan and Taya are like, you need to think this through. You should probably fight 
some like children. <laughs> Literally <laughs> like, anybody else. Yeah, they're like, you suck at this, Joey. Like, as hard as they could say that without saying that verbatim. I, which is very I, funny. I really do love that they're like, Joey, you couldn't handle an actual person who's played this before. Go fight a baby. You couldn't, you yeah. couldn't handle <laughs> Yugi on easy mode. Yeah, Yuki wasn't even turning into his dark magic alter ego to face you. <laughs> How you think you're going to take these literal children? He skipped children? every other turn and you still lost, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but only Yugi backs Joey up. Yugi's the only good friend here that's like, you can do this. Uh, Joey doesn't want to lose his first duel. He says it here. That didn't no, even the episode. that. He's already yeah, that lost was me. all of his first duels, but this is the real one. <laughs> it's me in my underwear drinking hand pointing at the television and being like, there it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the gang tells him to pick a weak opponent. So Joey is like, well, we're in a region that's suited to my monster types. So I guess we can do that. Now, he doesn't really go elaborate up on this. an interesting point about this whole duel tournament chicanery. So, like, you gotta be in the physical place where your monster works best. But it's in a Battle mm -hmm. Royale-style tournament where you need to go out and challenge other people. What's to encourage people from just not squatting where their monsters are good and just not leaving? Because if you don't fight there, you're at a disadvantage. Which would really not help in a Battle Royale scenario exactly. to get people to face each other. Oh, so I'd I almost leave like... the forest and go off to the ocean where my monsters are shit and your monsters are good? Nah, fam. You're gonna come here. Yeah, I, it's I don't like... believe there's anything to stop this scenario from I believe this is specifically does happen multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost like it would be better if like one, either they just establish that region, like, you know, area cards are a thing, so people are just playing them. Or yeah. B, if it was totally random, if it just picked an environment when you started the duel and you just have to accept that, which wouldn't be great, like, skill-wise, like, it adds a huge RNG element to it, but is better than you have to go to everyone else to duel them where they want to be and someone just has to decide they give up. Either that, or everyone will just fight in the region where they all have the same benefit and therefore it's meaningless. <laughs> Anyway, please anyway. continue. That was that just hit me like a bolt of lightning from the sky when he said that. No, it's a it's a dumb fucking rule. God called. <laughs> yeah. You're suddenly about this my valid Yeah. Suddenly my Valentine's voice just fucking cuts through the air as she's gloating over her defeated opponent in this terrible t shirt. Who <laughs> <laughs> assures us. Like this guy is like, Oh, my, you totally cheated, just like everyone else here. She still asserts that she is psychic and can know her cards this way, which still seems like it's not a big advantage to know what card you're drawing because it just means you know it like five seconds before y you would just know it because you drew it. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's a purely psychological psych out kind yeah. of thing, but like, yeah, which they do establish as this goes on and you see it in effect, but it, it seems like someone should just be like, nah, because like. Even when she's tried to psych people out, she never implies that she can see their cards. Yeah, it's it's, I feel like it's a very weak facade, and really anybody should just be like, okay, um, I'm going to play now. Yeah. Mai then comes over and is like, hey, Yugi, what's up? Oh, you got some more starships? Cool. 
I'm challenging Joey. <laughs> it's such a good moment. It is like, you know it's going to happen, but it is so funny. Mine's like, Yugi got some good cards, and he's a pretty good duelist. I'm going to fuck with his moron friend. <laughs> I smell yeah, blood in the water. It's almost like, yeah, it's almost like she was first being like, is Yugi actually good? All right, he won some star chips. Cool. Joey, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Body uh, destroyed. Yeah. Mai even asserts that she has to duel him because he has to suck. Like, she does say this verbatim <laughs> to Joey's face. Uh, but while Taya and Tristan are like, you don't have to take this challenge, Joey is like, I've got this. And Yuki's like, you've totally got this. I like that it I does. I know like, Yugi's Joey's not fucking with him, but Yugi is most definitely fucking with him. <laughs> <laughs> this is, Joe, Yugi still hasn't gotten over the whole bullying thing from when they first met, and this is just a very extended form of payback. <laughs> I do love, though, that Joey's like, well, Grandpa trained me. All right, well, he kind of trained me. He half trained me, and he started training me, and then we kind of looked at a line, and I didn't really know too much, and he kind of talked to me a little bit about the rules, and we played a couple matches, but yeah, I've got this. <laughs> and, like, as he's doing this, he's striking a dramatic pose, and the camera's panning up, and as he starts rambling, it just pans way up past his head. It's very funny. Joey's voice actor carries this dumb. <laughs> he understood the assignment. <laughs> uh... But yeah, my then is like, all right, cool. I'm only betting one of my star chips, though, because why would I bet? Because more? I'm not Joey an does idiot not like Weevil. Yeah, Joey does not try the like, I'll give you my deck thing. I wouldn't want his uh, shitty deck. And yeah. this is the first time that Tristan and Taya sort of be like, all right, you can do this, Joey. <laughs> like, well, he's committed now. You now gotta stick they by support him. him. Yeah, Man, you gotta believe in this dumbass now. But they go to a duel thing, and even though they're in a meadow, Joey's like, wait, this isn't a meadow. This is a mountain. <laughs> uh, but there's still some meadow, but it's mostly mountain, which there are no mountains around them. So <laughs> I don't know why. Open field. <laughs> yeah. Joey then is like, hey, Mai, why are you even in this tournament? And Mai's like, I want to get money so I can buy nice shit. Perfectly valid reason. Answer. Yeah, I get that. But Joey's like, "Heh, you're doing this so that you can gain money and live comfortably? Fuck off. I'm doing this for my sister. I'm, I'm doing a good this to guy. gain money. Yeah, I'm doing this to get money to pay for health care. <laughs> in, a, in a purely, uh, like, who's better situation? Yeah, Joey is a better person for doing what he's doing. In other words, though, my being like, I want to pay for expensive stuff by doing what I'm good at. Not a bad person. Yeah, fair, valid, <laughs> maybe a little hedonistic if we're going to be like a religious person about it. Bad? I would not say that. Yeah. Anyway, Joey throws down a swordsman because that's half his deck. <laughs> his sword, various swordsmen. You mean Masaki, uh, the legendary swordsman? <laughs> correct. And okay. Mai shows off, like, hey, check this out. And she, like, draws her hand, but just plays them all face, like, has them all face down. Not on the field, but just face down in front of her instead of looking at them and being like, I can totally detect what card they are because I have ESP. And then, again, she throws down a harpy. It's a flying monster. 
he has a land-based monster, land-based monster can't hit it, and dies. Yep, it's really... I, I, I think it's still... That just is so dumb. Oh, this duel's very dumb. Yep, so... <laughs> right, do you want me to start? Yeah, I'll start getting into it yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you. So, with that, with the Masaki... Collision, with Masaki, the legendary swordsman, being defeated <laughs> in this fight, Joey was now going to summon Tiger Axe, which, Again, um... another warrior. Another warrior, um... A pretty mediocre one, too, in all sense. No one would use this card, really. But it gets a small boost. Um, but because Tiger Axe is attacking... But, remember, Tiger Axe gets a small boost from being on the field. Uh-huh. But because the meta. Tiger Axe is an Earth monster, it loses its field power bonus because it's attacking an air-based target. Well, no. So Harpy Lady destroys it. Yeah, that remember? wasn't no, that wasn't the uh, that wasn't the explanation. It was because he put oh. he was in the wrong terrain. Wrong terrain. This field yeah, sorry. Is somehow forty percent mountain, forty percent forest, field. and twenty yeah. percent meadow. That's right. Now, That's what they said. mind you, they break it down. There's like only this. two sides to the field, so I don't know how you have a forty percent of two sides or even a twenty percent of two side. It's a yep. there's only there's only two opponents. If it was a 50-50 split, it makes sense. Although now that I'm ranting, there are what five monster card slots per person side. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So maybe there's like four on one side, four of the uh, like two, two, and one on each person side. I fucking hate this place. Maybe, but that's the only way this makes any sense. This is stupid. Yep. Oh. It's very stupid. Makes no sense. I am impressed that you tried. That's the only thing I can of think this? of, dude. <laughs> and all I can think I... is he attacked and lost because it was another air monster or whatever. But it's fucking stupid. I fucking hate this shit so much. Oh, it's very dumb. Anytime they get into this weird bullshit about if there's a special area and they're like these monsters are flying, this monster's grounded, it's all dumb because none of this shit actually matters in the card game. It just kind of like gets rid of the fact that about the actual meta. But whatever. What happens next is my draws cards, sets card, Joey draws cards, sets monster. Wow, fascinating gameplay. Um, my activates face down, cyber shield. Now, this is one of the few actual censored cards. Um, cyber shield is S&M a card. Gear. What? S and M gear. S and M geared. It is translated as Cyber Bondage, so it's not actually Cyber yeah, Shield. Um, so it is. It is, this is all S&M stuff, um, which gives it inc- gives Harpy Ladies increased 500 attack. That's all it does, so nothing too bad. They give it attack and defense in here. It doesn't really matter. It makes it stronger and destroys... I forget fucking Ko- Kojik? Kojuk? I don't fucking remember. No, Another man with a sword, the Joey Deck special, <laughs> um, destroys it. This is where we get into that good shit. Joey draws and summons in defense position the baby dragon. One of his staple defining cards of Joey Wheeler. The baby dragon. A garbage card. Yeah, because he doesn't have the red eyes yet, does he? He doesn't have red eyes yet. That comes later. So, in this moment, Maya activates her face down. Elegant Egotist. This is a real card. And... The, the Harpies Ladies deck is always on the verge, is was always a kind of okay-ish. 
And then in the the phone only mobile game was broken. The Harpy Ladies deck was considered is it's like a tier zero deck was broke. They had to nerf it like a hundred hmm. times. Still very good. All of this does is if and it's pretty good in this deck too. Heart, this is actually considered a pretty okay card because if a Harpy Lady is on the field, you get a special summon one Harpy Lady or Harpy Lady Sister from your hand or your deck. It's pretty good is if you can get a card out. Let's say you have a Harpy Lady already out from the previous turn and you can special summon another card that means you can start tribute summoning pretty okay just useful in that respect tribute summoning is good special summoning is good there are no restrictions on special summoning there are restrictions on normal summoning you can only normal summon once per turn everything else anything other kind of summons unless stated by the card you can summon as fucking many times as you want and tribute summoning and normal ah. summoning are the same thing so special summoning is like a really mm -hmm. big deal in the meta but what it does in the anime is it splits one Harpy Lady into multiple Harpy Ladies. Um, I don't know how this is supposed to work in the anime. I just That's it. It just becomes three. <laughs> Broken. Extremely powerful. Not real. Uh, but because it used because this card is made up they also make up the effect which makes it actually not probably not that broken is you cannot attack the turn this happens. Cool. Joey gets his one turn to figure this out. And Joey draws <laughs> Yugi's special card. The card in his deck. The one he remembers. The one he brings back with him. From the mind's eye. He's having the the deck is drawing away from him. Because it's sensing <laughs> the fear. And he has the moment of, I gotta draw that fucking time wizard you gave me. Because I only, there's only For one real? fucking good card in my deck. And it's the one fucking Yugi <laughs> gave me. And it's time wizard. It's which, not even a good card on its own. No. Time wizard is not that good. In general. Bad time wizard is not that good. It's okay at the beginning of Yu-Gi-Oh! just because of the effect of maybe I get to wipe the board. But it's pretty bad. What happens? Uh. So what so he gets he gets time wizard, he fucking slams that bitch down. Yeah. How it works in the anime is not how it works in the card game. So I'm gonna explain the card game first. Uh, this is, oh really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> really? The Yu-Gi-Oh! anime disregards the rules the of rules. the Yu-Gi-Oh! card game which during card. Turn Duelist Kingdom. Which is funny because he could easily I, I, there's like some way to make him one turn win either way here. That's like, I think fair or whatever. Um, so once per turn with a time wizard, because it's only once per turn because it's so powerful in effect, you fucking toss a coin, call it heads or tails. If you're right, you destroy all monsters your opponent controls. Call it wrong. <laughs> destroy all your cards. Destroy as, as many monsters as you control as possible. Destroy everything on your field. And if you do take damage equal to half the total attack those those destroy monsters had while phase up on the field. So basically you could end your opponents like you could end the game in one turn but you could make yourself lose. Yeah, you could fucking super lose. Well, it's well, you know, it's it's the one it's their last ditch effort card literally. It's like, well, if I'm mm -hmm. going to lose yeah. anyway, might as well play this, maybe or I if don't. You're, or if you want to try to win big, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, this is the yeah, for the sports metaphor, this is the pulling your goalie in hockey moment. Yeah. So, yeah. this card never gets used in Yu-Gi-Oh. There's only one card with a flip coin effect that gets used during this time. That's Jirai Gumo, because its flip effect is you, you take half, either you take half your points of life, it still gets to attack, or you don't, but it still attacks, and it always does what it does. And so it's always good to uh -huh. use. It just has a really high attack, so it's really good to use at the beginning of the game. It barely used, but it was still the best one. Time Wizard never gets used. In the fucking anime world, because I think it makes fucking sense... What happens is, this card gets played like a spell card. 
And it yes. also it spins on a roulette. Time roulette go. Time roulette fucking go. <laughs> um, it's little, and it looks, Time Wizard looks like a clock with a cape and a wand in its hand. It was a little wizard, a little clock oh, wizard. Oh, yeah, it's man. also got little, and a little, time got little hands. And a little time and on And it has like a, a clock on its head, so it has the nose, but there is no actual clock there. It is like a white and red side, I believe, or I, I can't actually remember. Uh, how it looks in the anime, but but I know the cards blue and yellow, blue and black, or, or yellow and black. So I'm gonna go with yellow, black, yellow, blue, something like that. And if it lands on the good side, which I forget which side it is, honestly, I'm gonna say probably yellow. It gets the what happens is it. So how to describe it? It says all hmm, all monsters get aged on the field if that happens. Okay. That is the effect of Time Wizard. If it fails, we do How not many- know what happens yet because we don't have it. It gets destroyed is the assumption. Bad things happen. Probably. Um, we, I, I want to say there is an episode where it fails. It does fail. Yeah. Not- it does there yeah, okay. times, yeah. But usually doesn't. Joey's magical abilities is luck is the joke. But it ages everything in the field. So he summons the time or he activates the time wizard effect because it's technically not. It's a spell card in this ability. It disappears right afterwards. And it, and it. It makes everything age incredibly by, I'm going to say, thou- a thousand years or something. Is how it I'm is a thousand it. years. Yeah, because when he does this, he Joey summons Thousand Dragon, which is <laughs> yeah. a... Because the baby dragon has now aged to a thousand dragons old. It's gained its maturity. It now has 2400 attack. Thousand Dragon in the card game is just a fusion of Baby Dragon and Time Wizard using the polymerization card. Not a good card. Not considered good at all. Um, pretty mediocre. Um, but this is his kind of ace in the hole card right now. So he does that. It, doing this has also now aged all Harpy Ladies, reducing all their attack value down. And because Thousand Dragon is on the field... It gets to attack every single one of the Harpy ladies. Again, this is all bullshit. Thousand Dragon does, should not be able to do this. Destroying <laughs> them all, killing Mai in one turn instantly. This is our first OTK. Or, or one, oh yeah, a one turn kill. One turn kill. Uh, yeah. One turn kill. Ending the duel. This duel pisses me off a lot <laughs> because I legitimately think. Time Wizard by itself is a fun card to like get Joey out of this problem. And I think you could easily just say Joey has an equip card and um, or he has polymerization and just polymerization in time wizard and thousand dragon to make this happen or something else because he'd still be able to beat the harpy lays at this point. I think there's a lot of other fun things. I think this is all just bullshit just for the sake of being bullshit. It just becomes sort of a boring fight that comes down to chance, which you know Joey's going to win. So I, I genuinely, I think the insect one is at least wacky and crazy in the sense that somehow rain affects the lightning from the summon skull. That's very lightning, very lightning based um, and just has shit happen. And you're like, okay, that, that's dumb. But at least it was like wacky. This is just like, oh, cool. No, yeah, no, sick, dude. <laughs> Tell me more about what really happened in Yu-Gi-Oh!, well, you see, 5,000 years ago, there's these things called Shadow Games. Yeah, go on. Yeah. I didn't yeah, watch don't the forget, intro. And they had a beaver that was also a warrior. <laughs> the beaver was also the warrior of his time. <laughs> God. But yeah, so the, we get the bullshit ending where all of the fucking harpies have aged and he kills them, which... 
it is established that Mai has only a single monster in her deck, which is the Harpy. Which, the way they phrase it makes it sound like the other Harpies that come out are, like, not actual cards. It's just, like, I have, like, a token, almost, yeah. and it is more mm-hmm. Harpy Ladies. Yeah. I know these are separate cards in the actual card game. Like, you get Harpy Lady, like, ABC or whatever. Wait, no, so the answer is, like, you can have, like, fucking nine Harpy Ladies in your deck, but it's, like, you can have Harpy Lady, three. Oh, yeah. Harpy Lady Sisters, three. Harpy Lady Sisters, two, three. Like, you can have me. Yeah, they, they're literally like, she plays Harpy Ladies, this card, it cr- it self-duplicates the card into tokens, but in reality, just really yeah. duplicates the fucking card or something. Yeah, but it's, like, established that she has literally one monster card in her deck and then just a fuck ton of cards to enhance it. So when Joey takes out this one monster card, I don't even know if it takes out all of her life points. I don't even know if they show her life points dripping down to zero. It's just she can't play anymore because she has no other monsters in her deck. Which is horseshit. She does the opposite. There's no way. This is the end, and she has more cards. Yeah. It is so funny to me that she did the opposite of what everyone else did. Whereas every other deck has a fuck ton of monsters, and then they just kind of have obligatory spell and trap cards, even though Joey's, like, kind of told at the beginning that he has that. Which I guess is funny. She has one monster card and a bunch of traps, right? Mm -hmm. Joey started this with a fuck ton of monsters and no trap and magic cards. (laughs) It's like poetry. (laughs) Right. It's stupid. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I truly have no fucking clue how any of this happens to this day. Yeah, um, but I do love Mai is now lost, but she's not out of the tournament since she only wagered a single star chip, unlike Weevil. So, like, she can come back. But Joey basically just, like, throws down the themes again as he's like, hey, you gotta have some kind of goal aside from making money, which I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Yugi transforms, or Yami transforms back into Yugi, and he's like, man... Isn't Joey cool? End of episode. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, the Red Eyes Black Dragon's cool as shit, though. We haven't gotten there yet, but it's cool. It's cool. I think that's what he wins off of the weird, like, no. mind-reading nope. Esperopa brothers? Who do you, th- you... No, you're wrong. How could you be so wrong? It's in, I thought it's he got in that the, off the Esper- No, it's in this season. He gets it soon. Oh. Who does he get that from? Who do you think he gets it from? I'm just gonna add, I'm Rex just, Raptor. Rex Raptor. Yeah, he's from Rex Raptor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The dinosaur. You are completely correct. Also, quick note: <laughs> we didn't touch on it during the summary, but the way that Mai knows her cards is that she apparently douses them in gallons of perfume. Yeah, but yeah, but different scents on each card, yeah, so she knows which, which one is, is which. Let's get insane. To the, yeah, let's get to the meta element of the story, which is, or not the meta, the, the, the out of the card game element of it, which is. Mai trying to fake out Joey this whole game because she can read her own cards, which makes him think she could read his cards and is fucking with him. None of this is this is just in his own head. What Mai yeah, has she done, never says that I know what cards you have at any point. Yeah. She just knows her own. She has looking. individually laced every single card in her deck with perfume. So she knows each smell None of, of the perfume. Yeah, I was gonna say not just perfume with a different perfume. Yeah, whether well, yeah, individual, yeah, the different. So she has all these individual perfumes, so she can smell which cards and she's memorized that smell to correspond with that card. She has Pavlov'd herself into <laughs> card mastery, um, <laughs> and it's dumb. I it's love so it. So dumb. It's I don't know. This what is also this not. Does. This is not the last time. That someone will try to fake having mind-reading powers to gain an advantage. 
This is just one of the stupider ways that someone <laughs> tries. This is a dumber way. I mean, the they Esperoba also do it brothers, to Joey again. Yeah, the Esperoba brothers in fucking Battle City it do it to Joey. <laughs> but like, at least they have the gall to just cheat. Like, they yeah. just have, they just have one of their brothers on a fucking skyscraper overlooking the duel with fucking binoculars that are powerful enough that they can see the card in Joey's hands and just tell their brother what he has. So good. So, God, stream sniping. <laughs> but has this evolved. is so funny. And then we do have like fucking Pegasus who literally can read minds. Well, he has. He's but, also cheating. He's just using mat. He's just using X-ray vision. No way. He's yeah. mind reading. Pegasus Sorry. is also cheating, but Pegasus like actually can read other people's yeah. thoughts. Yeah, that's his ability. Except for oh, and then a uh, fucking what's her face? Uh, the woman from Egypt who is a uh, fucking uh Merrick's sister. Oh, you're outside of my depth. Can, you're outside of season one. I'm out. Yeah. I'm, I'm gone. Now. <laughs> he's yeah. capped out. She can also read minds. This is just the default. This is like JoJo and villains that can stop time or fuck with time in some capacity. <laughs> I'm trying because so I guess hard in a remember. card game, uh, knowing Shizu, your opponent's I hand. I think you're right. Yeah, she's. I think it might be Shizu. It's Shizu. But uh, yeah, or a Shizu. Yeah, no, it's an I. Um, it's what? Is Shizu? I S Shizu. Is Shizu. Yeah. yeah. Why do Shizu's I know a this character in Berserk? Um. Uh, All I know is it's Shizu Ishtar. I don't know Ishtar is the last name yeah. to you, which I'm just in my head now. Merrick Ishtar. Yeah, Merrick. Is the other Merrick. Ishtar. Yeah. <laughs> I am Merrick. Yeah, anyway. Uh, for some reason, yeah, that becomes the, like, JoJo with time-altering powers, Yu-Gi-Oh! is being able to read your opponent's mind. Which I suppose, in terms of a card game, would give you that same degree of an unfair advantage. Oh, yeah, it's like oh, busted it is- as fuck. Yeah, but it is very funny that they just keep doing it. <laughs> and they don't really put any variation on it. It's just, I can read your mind so I can see your cards. Yep. How they solve this problem varies constantly. <laughs> it's but anyway, such an odd fucking show, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's these three episodes. It is very weird. I'm and I love so it. <laughs> low again on Yu-Gi-Oh! Because I think without getting to like the wackier characters... This is like I like having Weevil Underwood be like this is just a little baby about it, but like the speed of attack from the deep and the story of it is so fucking incredible that like I I cannot wait to watch Mako go through his life story and get destroyed in Yu Gi Oh in twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. Like we don't it's get like Mai's backstory or anything. No, getting that stuff. It is like. I'm going to learn how, and I'm going to get fucking owned by some dude named Yugi Moto. <laughs> like, here is my entire backstory and why I love card games. Anyway, I'm going to get wrecked in this duel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get absolutely bodied. Get so owned right now. Well, I mean, I think now at this point, watching it, I don't remember precisely the win loss record of Yugi Moto in the anime, but I believe we have seen. Like thirty percent of his losses already. I think he loses like three times. Yeah, I'm trying, and I'm one trying of them is like in filler twice in season one. And then he loses. I think the next time he loses a duel is when he is dueling one of the like Atlantean biker dude in the fucking like that filler arc. 
And then technically, there's the very last. No, no. Remember, he, he forfeits against Kaiba. In yeah, this that's arc. the second one because that's Kaiba right. threatens to kill himself, and Yugi's like, I so we see. have seen twenty. We have seen twenty five percent of his total losses. Yeah, we yeah, and we yeah we will see most. There's an anime only loss, but we're not. Yeah, yeah. and then there is Atlantis. Um, I mean, we're gonna see Yugi lose twice, which kind of speaks to like it doesn't set a great uh, tone in terms of stakes because it just feels like Yugi is gonna win. It's like yes, there's the plot element of like Yugi needs to win to progress. But, but you have the whole starship like, wager thing right there. You have yeah, a loss like mechanism built lose... into your story, and you don't use it. Yeah, I'm almost like Lu- Yugi should lose his duel against Mako Tsunami in order to add some stakes here. Or, like, win the next duel and then lose the third one. Would add better stakes. But just totally, just, this show is ridiculous in a way that I do have a lot of fun with. <laughs> It's interesting to watch. And it's still kept its pace, but it does not, like, set great stakes or anything. Even though there are big stakes, it doesn't feel like our risk of failing is high. No. Yeah. Yeah, if if Joey can just straight up win his first duel, which, again, he needed to win or he would be out. But he can win his first duel against someone who is established to be, like, a known quantity in the world of duel monsters and someone to look out for. Grandpa's just that good of a teacher. I guess so. Really? <laughs> or Joey, or sorry, Yugi is that good of a coach, because Yugi is just kind of coaching him through the whole thing. Yeah, it is funny to think that we do not see him lose at all in Season 2. Yugi Moto never yeah. loses a, a card fight that whole arc. All through Battle City, wins every duel. Gets a fucking Egyptian god card before we get to any of the important shit, even. Yeah, he literally beats a guy with an Egyptian, card, Egyptian god card by making him draw out. Which is, A, so fucking good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it is such, it's like great, but it's also just like, from a drama standpoint, it is one of the most boring wins. Oh yeah, there's so many. There's so many like Vegeta should have won this fight. It's like how I refer to Kaiba. Like Vegeta should get his a little bit, and Yugi shouldn't. But this is a specifically like at least in DBZ, Goku does get his. Yugi literally never gets his. Um, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He only loses in season against the Atlantic City guy. Or now I'm fucking remembering everything. Atlantic City. Yeah, Atlantic City man. Hell yeah. Not Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. Atlantic City. Because he goes evil, and the other guy's like, "Now I can righteously kick your ass because I'm more righteous than you." And you're like, "What?" Yeah, he plays the <laughs> card that he was given for like that he didn't need to play. <laughs> that makes him evil. Yep. As one does. Also. It's mostly, I feel like, a plot device to write Yugi out of the other half of that season because they're like, Yami's the more fun character to write for. Yeah, a lot of season three stuff is bad, and then the ending of season five stuff is good. Yeah. Actually, I'll put it like this. All of season one and two, I think, is fun and enjoyable. Two, for actually just trying to actually make Yu-Gi-Oh! fun to watch without bending too much of the rules. They still bend the fuck out of them. Um, but they actually just get into the actual mm. card game. Three is garbage. Four is garbage. Five has like its moments, mostly garbage. But the ending duel where Yugi beats, where Yugi becomes the master duelist, is pretty good. Hmm. But doesn't it end with a duel between Yugi and Yami? Yeah, and Yugi wins. Oh, he does. Yeah, I thought Yami won. No, Yugi wins. Ah, uh, 
Dun dun dun. Now it's considered that he he considered it, he like kind of didn't throw it exactly, but he didn't like he like he needs to lose to move on to the afterlife, and you could argue, but he does duel him pretty good. I don't know, I don't remember the exact details, but I believe it's more like a friendly duel. It's a friendly. He doesn't just like hand him the victory. No, but no, it is yeah, like it's, it's yeah, it's not like the most yeah. He's not card game battle as around. going all out essentially. <laughs> yeah, and that then spurns the Yu Gi Oh TV movie, the Yu Gi Oh movie that came out where Kaiba, at the end of it, goes back in time to fight Yami because he wants to prove that he's the best duelist of all time by going back in time to oh, fight Yami. Oh, fuck, there's time travel in that that's just not That's how the movie ends. Seto Kaiba goes back in time to fight Yami Yugi. In ancient Egypt? That's funny. To, yeah, and it's so such a good... Like, he just appears in fucking high-tech gear, slaps out a dual disc, and is like, hey, no words, just fucking fight me. And Yami's like understood instantly and gets up and gets ready in the dueling and you're like this shit rules ah the universal <laughs> language dual monsters yeah it's so good dude i fucking love the yuki movie so much <laughs> the, this is the what the one that came out recently like dark side of dimensions? yeah dark side of dimensions yeah oh yeah <laughs> god but yeah, I think that'll conclude our episode for today. This series continues to be just a fucking trip. <laughs> and I am excited to be watching it again. Yeah, we've learned that uh, A, no card is safe from the writer's room. <laughs> and B, friendship is very important. Except when it isn't. Yeah. Except for Joey. Yeah. Fuck Joey. <laughs> yeah, fuck Joey. <laughs> All right. Everybody, thanks for listening. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.